We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Guilty as Charged podcast. We're talking about day two of Chargers training camp today. All the little news and notes you guys need to know. Joining me again is Arjun. Arjun, how are you on day two? Doing good. Got a lot of uh, interesting stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff that made me a little bit excited to see um, the Chargers do. So excited to hop into it. Absolutely. Can't wait to talk about it. So, you know, we'll get into all this stuff. I know Arjun wants to talk about a couple of plays. So we'll get into that at some point. Just real quick. No injuries today. Fantastic. Again, Derwin James was out there for a helmetless practice. He is getting some physical reps, some mental reps, but then he was not there during, you know, a helmet practice, if you will. Um, so still holding in. No surprises there. Uh, again, I want to get to those plays, Arjun, and we definitely will. Uh, in terms of depth chart, though, anything that you think people should know about? Yeah, so the first um, 11 on 11 session, the the defensive line i think which is kind of like the most um competitive group right now was uh austin johnson sjd at the nose and then morgan fox um opposite of of both of them and then when they ran the second 11 on 11 session tillery opened with johnson and, and joseph day so i think that was pretty interesting um other than that i mean i think one really interesting one so kyle van noy he's pretty much the mic now i think I think Tranquil is going to play weak side um, in the in the very soft uh, voices that I was able to hear. I, I think I heard Chase Daniel and Chase Daniels and uh, um, Justin Herbert calling eight is the mic or, you know, Lindsley mm -hmm. calling that out. So, um, you know, I think Bosa said that with Murray out, we shouldn't expect to see Van Noy playing edge very much. And the only time we saw Van Noy at edge was when um, the second team was in. So he was playing opposite of like Rum for um, Egule. Yeah, not, I guess, a surprise based on what we saw yesterday. But do you think that based on the comments that you heard as well, do you think that Kyle Van Noy is that guy dot dot dot, but until Murray comes back and then he just goes back to being an edge rusher? Because Joey Bosa seemed to kind of hint that it was more of like a temporary full-time yeah. job. You know what I mean? Like what do you, what was kind of your sense from that? Let me see if I can find the quote um, on Twitter. Yeah, I think, I think it's kind of temporary. I think it's temporary in the idea that like Vinoy is going to be a full-time Mike until Kenneth comes back. Right. But when Kenneth comes back, I'm not, I'm not sure if he takes the place of Tranquil or, 
or Van Noy. And I think the thing with Van Noy is like he's probably the best coverage player of the three linebackers. So mm-hmm. what we could potentially see is a Van Noy switch to edge and like in situations where it's maybe like third and short and they want to kick Bosa inside, but on third and long, they want to leave him out there for coverage. I think I think it's going to be a very fluid situation and it kind of all depends on when Murray's able to come back. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm just going to share my screen really quick. Alex had the the quotes, I suppose. Um, you know, Joey Bosa was saying that they got all these guys. Uh, we're going to need these guys to step up with Murray out with the surgery for a while and Kyle going to middle linebacker. Um, again, from Joey, Kyle Van Noy is the middle linebackers right now, but he's back and forth between edge. So definitely something to keep you know an, an eye on moving forward. Um, any other guys outside of that that you thought were notable? Um, not really. Room. I think receiver room was pretty standard. I think tight yeah. end room was just a lot of rotation with Everett kind of being the main guy and then Parham and McKitty rotating at two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, safety, again, was was Gilman ahead of JT Woods for now. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's just veterans getting their their due diligence before you know the rookies eventually pass them up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one more guy, Dean Leonard. He was the third string guy in minicamp and yesterday today he did work in with the twos ahead of tavon campbell not saying he's won that spot already but it does seem like some positive movement for him okay so that's all depth chart stuff no problem camp standouts now you can talk about players if you want but i think you want to talk about some plays and i can actually bring up the the one that you noticed that the packers ran against the rams if you give me one second you can start explaining yeah. it and then i'll find i out. was yeah so this was like the initial seven on seven like when when even Derwin Derwin was participating, it's just like the walkthrough. And they ran two plays that got me really excited. And then and one of them was um to make sure I'm not getting this wrong, it was a split back zone run with a speed motion out of shotgun. So basically two um running backs on both sides of Herbert. Um in this case it was Kelly and uh, Austin Eckler. They motioned Eckler to the flat, similar to what Aaron Jones does on this play. And mm-hmm. then um, they handed it off to Kelly on some type of inside zone. Um, I didn't really get to see what the defense was doing that much and, um, you know, see how, like, they reacted. I was just so fixated on the play. But um, it, it was a fun – that was a really fun play. The second play was a play they ran twice today to DeAndre mm-hmm. Carter, which was a um, wide receiver, like, end around. The first time they ran it with two tight ends, so it was uh, – Carter on the right with Everett and Parham lining up in line. And they did like a fake handoff to Eckler, toss back to Carter with Everett and McKitty as the pulling tight ends. That was really good. That one worked. And the second time they ran it in 11 on 11s, that was probably their most explosive play through the air and on the ground outside of one Parham catch where it was only Everett pulling this time. But Carter pretty much had a ton of room to work with. And that probably would have been like a 15, 20 yard game. Yeah, you can just see the difference between Everett and Cook in terms of usage. The Right now, the connection in terms of Herbert to Everett has not been as strong as Herbert to Cook was last year, but you can tell that Everett, because he can block and because of what he can do as a blocker, it just opens things up for them that they'd really like to do. And then, yeah, of course, you can also do the you know traditional receiving tight end stuff, but a lot of blocking, you know, you saw him pulling, you saw him block and then release. There's just so much more that he can do that someone like Jared Cook really can't. Or even if they had Cook do it, no one really believed that he could do it. Um, any other positive standouts for you so far, Arjun? Um, 
not specific players. I thought the defense overall was kind of the winner of today, and the the secondary had a had a pretty good day. I think a lot of people got some um, good reps in Callahan, Asante, and Jasir all had pass breakups. JT kind of went step um, step for step with Jalen Guyton on a deep route. So overall, pretty good day for the secondary. Not such a great day for the offense. Yeah, definitely not a great day for the offense outside of like the end around, like you said, the defense. So I know Damon Lloyd, a linebacker, had a pass breakup. Callahan did. Asante Samuel Jr. did. Uh, Jaw Taylor did. Tavon Campbell did. I'm sure there were more. It was it was definitely a defense smothering kind of day. There was one deep pass to Donald Parham, right? I think like to the side of Mark Webb. Not sure how he got open. Uh, I just saw that he was, and it was a big gain. That was their big touchdown. But for the most part, the defense absolutely dominated. And you know, I'm sure next week that'll completely flip flop. Um, any bad standouts i couldn't think of any real negatives today mm, oh i guess jalen guyton he did have the one drop yeah. on which was a tip he, did. He, he caught it and then um i forget who the defender was just made a good play on the ball and, and ripped it away from him i think it was asante um but yeah it was a, yeah. it was a pretty good throw by i i want to say chase daniel and mm-hmm. um and asante just made a good play after guyton got both hands on it but I don't. I didn't really see anyone else get like, you know, have a, that bad of a day today. Yeah, it wasn't the best day for Jalen Guyton. There was one where I thought he did beat JT Woods in the slot, and then some other safety. I think there was a spot for him on a corner. They didn't really get it to him. There were just some weird moments from the offense where, even if a guy was kind of open, they'd miss. There was a bit of an underthrow. Wasn't really the most crisp day. So for someone like Jalen Guyton, who kind of needs you to be perfect with those throws, he's not really a contested catch guy. It wasn't really a good day for him, but a great ball to him. But like you said, Asante Samuel Jr. broke that up. It really does seem like Josh Palmer has that lead. Right? He is the 3A, I think, right now, even mm-hmm. when they just – like whereas Norton and Pipkins, like they'll kind of rotate who trots out first. It's pretty consistently Palmer at this point, um, although Palmer yeah. did have a drop, and I don't know if he had another reception. So it's not like Palmer did a lot to stand out today, um, but he definitely, in terms of reps, is the 3A um, by a good chunk so far. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that's probably how it's going to be throughout camp, just based on reports and other people saying so. Um, yeah, I think I think the offense will be fine. Defense, you know, I think the defense will dominate early on just because the offense isn't going to, like, run all their new plays that they install. Um, but, but, yeah, overall pretty, pretty solid day um, over, uh, by both sides. And I think the defense just held their own better. Yeah, definitely. No, I can't wait to watch the battles. Um, anything else I can think of? Not in particular. I, it just seemed like a... Well, okay, running back. I yeah. will say, after getting buried last or yesterday, Larry Roundtree was now like the RB2. So maybe Spiller's kind of the RB2 tomorrow. Uh, it definitely felt like a more like four-person back rotation today with Eckler being the clear lead and then just some kind of sprinkle in here and there. I did see Spiller working with the ones. Yeah, in some drills, but Roundtree kind of seemed to be the the feature number two, if you will. So a lot of people got a lot of, you know, run today, uh, mm-hmm. whereas yesterday it was just the three main guys, no Roundtree. And I, again, I, I still don't think I've seen Marks or or Letty Brown touch a football yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Camp buddies. Yeah, I mean, it really does seem like that. Like I was kind of mentioning on Twitter, Staley's practice this year compared to last year, it feels less erratic. It feels less frenetic. It just feels like you know, Herbert gets to roll with the ones and then they swap some guys out. Then Herbert gets to continue again with those guys for another series or something like that. Whereas last year it felt like, okay, 
you know, if you can only, if you don't get a first down, we're just going right to the second team and then so on. Now it feels like Herbert's really able to both work with his first team and, you know, some of these second team guys, it does help to have Justin Herbert throwing to you versus, you know, Chase Daniel or Easton Stick. Easton Stick not being super great today. It just, it just looks different. Um, So mm-hmm. I think that practice is structured better. Special teams is not dominating. At the same time, though, like you said, camp bodies. Um, Brandon Peters, right? Is that the quarterback's name? Yeah. He's not getting, uh, I don't think he got a single throw, um, which isn't, I guess, not super unexpected, but he's even in drills where they're just like throwing to air and they're just throwing at wide receivers. He's not getting much run. Um, Letty Brown, Kevin Marks Jr., they're not getting him on there much. A lot of guys on the roster bubble, I think, are maybe suffering because the practice is more like, okay, we're going to get more of our starters and our twos and our threes. But it really seems like kind of some of the back end guys didn't get as much run. Did that seem kind of that way to you today? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I mean, they're not even practicing the full two hours. It's pretty much just 90 minutes. That too. And, yeah. and even then, like 20 minutes is for stretching and like warm up. So, you know, it's pretty much like an hour of, of actual work. Then they're not really getting much run. Yeah, it definitely feels like they're simulating what I would assume practice would look like during the season. Um, just a lot more reps for the ones, for the starters, for the twos, of course, the threes. But after that, a lot of those bubble guys, not so much. All right, that's it. Arjun, anything else you'd like to add before we close out? No, uh, probably my probably my final training camp practice. Or I might try to get one in in uh, mid August. But, you know, it's been it's been pretty fun so far. And, you know, again, thanks for having me on and, and joining me. Oh, of course. Absolutely. I mean, half the stuff you pick up, I didn't even notice. I appreciate having you. I have no idea how I'm going to pick up these things solo because you're like, oh, that's that play from that game from that year. Like Arjun's the best. That's why I love having him on. Um, But sorry, can't be on anymore, but we're definitely going to miss you. All right, guys, uh, that was day two. What did you guys think of of our updates or updates you saw on Twitter? Uh, Let me know in the comment section below. Take care. And as always, bolt up.